0: Welcome to my so utterly famous um, book reviews with me. If I could encourage you to do book reviews, it can encourage me to do book reviews. Because what books you think are interesting and what you emotionally like or love is cool because it is distinct to you. You walk into a library and there's what? Three million books in there. What are you gonna pick and why? But that being said, I went all the way to the beginning of Little House in the Big Woods, the first book in the Little House on the Prairie series. I think it was 1954 when this book was written. Thirty-four, maybe 1934 that's crazy because there's still people alive that were born in 1934 but in this book we got to explore more concepts of life in the 1800s and how minuscule how minimal how unmaterialistic, how home life this book shared. And if it wasn't for Laura penning down her experiences, we kind of would have forgot. Because I read on Wikipedia that this was a family-oriented book. And that was that was spread over time through hearsay. Like if you talk to your grandparents, they're telling you stories that they heard or that they remember... But no one's ever written them down and you know, sometimes like if you keep repeating something, you change the details and you change what you remember. So, we need writers in the world to, remem- to remind us of how it was at the very beginning when America was young. Laura is a middle child and it's so interesting to see Laura as a five-year-old. Her older sister, Mary, It's so interesting to, like, I started reading the books, the Little House on a Prairie books, when Mary was blind. So it's so interesting to go back to the first book before Mary was blind, before this sickness. So it's so interesting to, like, just to know about what's going to happen to her in the future. And she doesn't know what's going to happen to her. But it's so cool to, like, imagine, like, I know what's gonna happen to you. And it's like, and you're, and you wanna tell that person not to take their eyesight or anything for granted because it'll be taken away. But okay. She's a middle child and marries the oldest child. And she has short brown hair and she has natural light blonde hair. And even in the 1800s, we had that stigma or that societal currency of beauty. So intact in the sense that even at five years old she knew that blonde haired light-skinned blue-eyed girl was more beautiful and she envied Mary for her naturally blonde hair because she has brown hair like that was like to a five-year-old that didn't have television that didn't have internet that didn't even have like rapport from like a society around her because she lives in the woods <laughs> so like how does that get to you that's like wild and then we have her baby sister Carrie so she is a middle ugly ugly duckling ugly duckling middle child and Mary is a beautiful first child and we have our young child but I loved how we got to hear how they explored birthdays and Christmases because it's so interesting that They valued, because they didn't have money in value, literally, they valued making homemade gifts for each other. Like, mom made her, or ma made her her first doll. And that was her gift. And later on in the other books, they started making blankets and dresses and hats for themselves as gifts. And they had to hide it around their house so they wouldn't know that... The gift that they were making for each other. Which is so sweet, isn't it? To get past him, he kept in front of her and snapped at her. That scared her. I should think it would, Ma said. He was so savage. I thought he was going to bite me. Oh my god. Hello, Avril Lavigne. Bite me. <laughs> said Aunt Eliza. I believe he would have. I never heard of such a thing, said Ma. What on earth did you do? I turned right around and ran into the house. Where the children were and slammed the door aunt elisa answered so this passage was talking about how aunt elisa was pregnant with a baby and she would go to the stream every day to get water to cook to drink to make tea isn't that cool we used to like go to streams to collect our water and then go back home instead of like going to costco and buying like a 40 pack of plastic water bottles. We had to actually go to the stream, but okay. And she used to take her dog with her cause her dog would protect her. And dogs can't speak, right? But they can't speak. So they're, they use their other senses more. So they use their ears and their instinct more. And it's interesting to like give so much responsibility to a dog And not to see it as someone or something so smart and so instinctual and protecting. And that dog knew that from its basic instinct, which is so interesting. That is why you need to have more dogs in your life and not so much people, am I right? (laughs) Dogs over people. Oh my god, yes. Dance at grandpa's. At grandpa's house, there was a party going on. I don't know how they told everyone. It probably took like a month to send your invitations out because you had to actually walk or go on your horses to everyone's houses and tell them that you're having a party soon. Crazy, right? Now we could just send a text or a Snapchat. But okay, there was a party. And this was the first that I, instance that I saw that it was a whole bunch of women from the 1800s together in one room. And it was so cool because it talked us through and told us like, How they got ready. What they thought was beautiful. They saved like beautiful dresses for like special occasions. And there was no makeup. Like I was expecting to see some makeup details in this book. But again, Laura was five years old. So she's telling it from like that five-year-old perspective. I'm going to look up and see what makeup products. Or what they use for makeup products. Like berries or hair he's like I don't know what you're gonna use right but it told us like how they comb their hair until it was bone straight and now I have to use like 450 degrees in my hair to get it straight and they just had to comb it comb it and comb it and braid it very daintily and prettily and then they would like spend like 30 minutes like mapping their face their hair around their face so it could shape it and look very beautiful and feminine It's just so cool to see, like, the 1800s, how they got beautiful, how they got dolled up. We're still kind of the same. It's only been 200 years. That's why when we see, like, um, politics or social uproar, because we think... Intellectually, that we're so like far upon the 1800s and so like advanced as a society. But 200 years isn't that much. That's two lifetimes. That's it. So like the mentalities that were formed back then are still intact today. We might think they're not, but once you turn the internet off, once you turn the electricity off, what are we going to do? And there's no gasoline. We're going to act the same as we did in the 1800s kind of weird to think about that imagine if they turned all the electricity off all the lighting off all the gas off what would we do (laughs) what would you do and no i would put makeup on so that i can get feel pretty and then read books to my dogs peace out i'll see you at my next Looter House Under Prairie book review. Peace out.